I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Tom Lucy Plus One. Um, For those of you who don't know, my name is Tom Lucy, I'm a comedian, I'm 21 years old and this is my podcast where I chat to different people from the world of entertainment. And this week I'm talking to the brilliant Lauren Hibbert, who's an up-and-coming singer and songwriter. Um, She's only a year younger than me or so, she's very new to the industry but she's creating a lot of attention and she's brilliant. I, uh, I, I first saw Lauren 
at Bestival last year, we, we were both performing at Bestival, and I remember watching her opening the main stage and thinking she was incredible. So I'm really thrilled that she said yes to doing this. So she came round to my flat and we sat and had a great chat. So I think you're going to really like it. So this is it. This is my chat with the brilliant Lauren Hibbert. Dirtbag, right. which was just incredible. What football club? It was a football club on the Isle of Wight called St George's, which has a reputation for like St George's. So, yeah, you okay. can tell just by the name, I think. Sounds a bit rough. Yeah, but I started when I was fourteen. Yeah. Um, I just kind of had like a one-off guitar lesson, um, and it just kind of went from there really. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can sing, and then it kind of happened. Yeah. And I started writing songs, and it all kind of just yeah fell into place from there really. Yeah. Yeah. You, were you born on the Isle of Wight? Yeah, born and bred. Born and bred Isle of Wight. Which means White. I have 12 fingers and <laughs> I'm missing a toe. Do you still live there? Yeah. Because last um, time I saw you, you were saying you might move. Yeah, it's kind of like, I feel like a constant commuter. Yeah. I'm very accustomed to the 3am ferry, which is quite bleak. Is that the last one? It's the last one before, like, the morning. Yeah. So there's, like, a midnight, <laughs> but when you can't really get from London to, like, Southampton or Portsmouth midnight if you're gigging sure so then you kind of sit there for a couple of hours eat a couple of sausage rolls yeah i've done that ferry a few times quite bleak that ferry it's so bleak yeah there's actually a new one which has like a costa on which is super exciting but it's never (laughs) open it's so never open and i had kind of like a tired moment the other day where i tweeted white link which is the ferry company really angry about how Costa is never open yeah and they replied and apologised to me and ever since that's the sort of power that you've got now yeah I was like this is my 11th ferry of the week (laughs) that's (laughs) a pretty good sign that your career's going well why Lake are replying to your tweets they're replying to my tweets which is I did this gig once in Portsmouth and this guy um, I was chatting to this guy afterwards who was from who turned out to be from the Isle of Wight and it got to like half past 11 or something and then he went, right, I better make a move. My boat leaves in half an hour. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm not sure that sentence has ever been said it, since yeah. like the 18th century. Well, I say that My like, boat leaves yeah. in half an I hour. I say that like every week. <laughs> it's so weird. If you haven't kind of experienced it, it is odd. But it's just like a point of travel for me. Yeah. To get anywhere, I have to get a boat of some kind. So, did you, so were your first gigs on the Isle of Wight? Yeah, my first couple were. And then I seen obviously gigged at all the venues because there are barely any. How many are there on the? <laughs> there's island? I would say there's two proper ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you know you get your pubs and stuff. Um. So yeah, after that I was kind of like, oh let's you know just went over and tried like Southampton and Portsmouth and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like eventually filtered to like Liverpool and Manchester. And you London just kept going everywhere. north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People get nice at the further you go, by You're the way. Spreading <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember being like, because I started in London, but I remember being like petrified of gigging in the north, just thinking they would hate me. Yeah, I was like that. But they're much better gigs. I think I they're much nicer audiences. Definitely, but I have this horrible habit of when people have accents, I'm like obsessed with accents. Right. So don't ask me to do one though. 
Um, so when people are like talking to me in a cool Liverpool like Scouse thing, yeah. well, I end up just saying it back to them. It just falls out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't help it. Do you do that on stage? <laughs> I can imagine that not going well in Liverpool. Yeah, that would not go down well. It's more like afterwards when people like come over and chat, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but I just it just comes out and I have to like really rein it in and concentrate on my. I would say that voice. Liverpool is probably the worst place to attempt the accent. Yeah, it is. Because I've I, seen comics on stage there it's bad, try and do it? the accent and get it so wrong and then literally get like booed off yeah. stage. <laughs> they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I won't. I won't try it on stage. So how old were you when you when you sort of left the island and started gigging? Um, the I was island. About, <laughs> it is the we call it the island. Right. It's like the only island to us if you live there. How many people live on the Isle of Wight? Oh, I have literally zero trivia about the Isle of Wight. Oh, I'd say there's like ten to twenty thousand people. Maybe I've overshot. Twenty thousand people. Is that what's that? That's nothing. Yeah, it's, it's not like a lot, Wembley is it? Arena. Yeah, I would say it's about that. Really? Yeah, people like walk it in. People can walk it in a day. That's mad. People do this thing once a year called Walk the White. I wouldn't even drive that far for fun. But people <laughs> like walk the whole thing. Yeah. In a day. Like so is there like a, a music scene on the island or? There actually or, is. Are you the music scene? There actually is. I would say there's a there's a music college on the island which is actually really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you've got loads of kind of young bands coming up and doing yeah. their own thing. And, but yeah, eventually, like, everyone does a couple of gigs and then goes, oh, what's in Southampton? And then it kind yeah. of filters on from there, really. And then do you get people who are, like, sort of turn their back on you because you yeah. left the island? Oh, yeah, there's a real sense of, like, island musician, you have to stay here yeah. and support, and, which I still do, but obviously. But I always say, like, if I lived in Sheffield, I wouldn't just gig in Sheffield. So no, what's course, the difference? Yeah. <laughs> there's no difference to me leaving and coming no. back. So, yeah, I'm just not limiting myself to one, one little area. Right, yeah. So, so you, so what age were you when you left when you started gigging? Oh, um, probably about eighteen, nineteen. How old are you now? I'm twenty. I'm about to turn twenty-one. Okay, twenty. So a couple, so a couple of years ago, you left. Yeah. Started gigging. Started gigging. When, where was your first gig when you left the island? Um, it was a London show actually. Um, at the Fiddler's Elbow. Oh, what in Camden? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's great. They are call you... it the toilet tour. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I think it's well. I don't want to get it wrong or offend because I quite like the menus, but yeah. I think it's that kind of like you know that stickiness you get. Yeah. It's that kind of like venues that are sticky. There's one in Portsmouth, which is you all know the Wedgwood ones. Yeah. That I place know it is well. so sticky. It's so sticky, but I feel at home in sticky venues. I think music venues should I've be. I've grown. Yeah, I've grown to love it. Yeah. Kind of like the grimier the better. I went to watch um, some George Ezra actually at Brixton Academy. Brixton Academy is so like it's a great venue, but you yeah. stand in there, and you're like, this place stinks. <laughs> like it smells so bad. Just the walls yeah. and like the floor and yeah, yeah. I think I just love it. I if I'm like shown to like a little green room area and there isn't paint kind of like falling off the wall, yeah. I'm a bit like, what's going on? I don't really like those sort of. Um, sometimes when you do like universities, I don't know if you have this, but student unions when yeah. they're like brand new yeah. and there's no really, atmosphere yeah. in them they, they, they look really good but yeah. there's rubbish gigs yeah definitely yeah so yeah the dingier the better <laughs> <laughs> I love it so what were you supporting someone at the Fiddler's Elbow it was one of those nights where they just get like kind of like four or five bands on and then yeah. kind of go wild really like an open mic thing it's kind of effectively but it was like a booked one okay yeah right. I've not really ever done an open mic 
Really? Not very impromptu. I need to psych myself up a little bit. Is that I thought that was how like you started? No, I've always kind of done organised gigs or like <laughs> being asked really. So I've yeah. been quite lucky. What well, even sense. like right at the beginning? Yeah. Wow. Because I went, I didn't gig before I went to music college. So obviously I was gigging via the college. Yeah. Thing. So we'd go and do like college nights everywhere. And then I started kind of doing my own project. So I left the Teenage Dirt Back Band quite quickly. Sure. Sorry, guys. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of just started from there, really. And it's really quick on the Isle of Wight. Once you've done one gig, everyone knows who you are because there's not many of us. Are you quite a big deal on the Isle of Wight? Do I people really... recognise you? I have had it a couple of times. Nothing yeah. major, though. I <laughs> Yesterday, because um, obviously Rob DeBanks from the Isle of Wight, he runs festival and common people yeah. and things like that. He runs like a little music club, which is so cute. Mm. Um, and I actually played there yesterday and like ran like a little workshop for him. And they were all a bit like, oh, they're like, mouths are open. I was like, <laughs> 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 That's great. <laughs> I lapped it up because it rarely happens. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, say it again. <laughs> I got no, asked by my old school to go, go and do this like comedy workshop for the mm-hmm. drama students. And I was How's like, that? I didn't do it because I thought <laughs> it's just so. Well, there's a few, there's, there's multiple issues with that. But the main one being that none of them will know who I am. Yeah. So it feels very arrogant yeah. to go in and be like, be like hey. you shouldn't yeah. listen to me. And they're all like, who yeah. the fuck are you here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like that yesterday. And then also, it's sort of like, I don't know, I guess maybe it's a bit different with music. You can, maybe there's aspects of music you can teach. I don't really feel like you can teach no. comedy. The to thing people. is that quite a lot of people do teach music, but I think I think the brutal thing is is you can't teach talent in any form. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. often like have it or or they don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were some really cool kids. Yeah. I do think that you can like you can like nurture it and you can yeah like get good definitely. But it's not yeah. something you can like sit in a classroom. No, and... I would say it's more like the writing part of it. I don't think you can teach. Yeah. You can't teach. Well, you can teach someone to write a song in terms of like formulas. And things like that, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily make a yeah. great song. Sure. So, <laughs> did you ever have anyone teaching you, or um, you went to music college? I went to music yeah. college, yeah. But um, we did like so many things. Um, so we all had to like be in bands for start and write like that, and then we did kind of the studio production side of stuff. Yeah. I made like trailers for like sound and moving image, mm. and we did like improvisation classes, and yeah. It was really broad. Improvisation classes. Yeah, so they basically just stick you on the stage and like everyone jams, like they just shout a key, oh, then everyone goes and you're just there. Like, oh so my god, can I keep up? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> I got pretty sweaty in those classes. Yeah, I bet, like... yeah. Especially as a singer, because if you're, you know, I obviously play guitar and piano as well, but if you're on an instrument and you kind of slide off to the wrong, it's like oh, everyone laughs it off. As a vocalist, if you'd like go, or whatever, everyone yeah. looks straight at you like, what is she doing? Oh, God. So, yeah, there was a couple of whales, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so how long ago did you leave music college? Um, I left three years ago, so if I was, a, was to have gone to uni, I'd have been leaving this year, so, but I didn't go to Right, university. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that always a thing you weren't going to go? No, I was going to go until, until the day before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like had all the saucepans and stuff. You I like was jilted at the go. altar. Yeah, I did. I got cold feet. <laughs> and no one took me seriously. You had all the saucepans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like me and my mum had done that trip. You know, the one Ikea. that you do. Yeah. Southampton for you. Yeah, probably. we had to go to Southampton. Yeah. Phil took the car over. <laughs> sure, yeah. Croydon's nearest. No, Wembley's yeah. probably nearest. And we went to Ikea. I'm a bit of an expert in not Ikea's. 
bought loads of towels and Tupperware boxes. Yeah. Kettle. Never used it. <laughs> Never used it. No. I did. I think I eventually used the towels. I think we sold the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just got made like cold feet because I had like a a little record deal offer, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, if I go to uni, am I going to be able to keep this up, or will I be too focused on? Yeah. You know, writing essays about music as opposed to actually just going and doing it. Where are we going to go? I was going to go to Chichester. Okay. Which again, probably music. doesn't have a thriving music scene. No. So I after I like talked to everyone around in the house and I was like, thanks for all the towels and saucepans. Yeah. But no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have your spatula back. Yeah, you can have it. So yeah, it was fine. But yeah, you were so going to study music. Decision. Yeah, I was. But um, it was kind of like a really broad degree, so you cover everything. So studio writing and then kind of do you think that because do you think because there's sort of like a theme with people i've spoken to none of them some some of them started uni but no one finished no one finished it i did think that and i was like that's got to be for a reason so i was like i'm not gonna waste any time i just just think it's like we were saying like you you it's the sort of thing that you you just have to get out and do it yeah for sure um and i think like if i had gone to uni i would have obviously focused on that and it would have been my priority and then I probably wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. Like well, You'd be like starting and, now, wouldn't yeah, exactly. you? Exactly. I'd be yeah. where I was when I was 18. So yeah. I kind of feel like I've just skipped that step, really. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. Have you got mates who went? Yeah, so who... they're, it's quite funny because they're all doing their dissertations and stuff now. Yeah, I'm in that position. Are you doing a dissertation? No, 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 but all of my mates are like... I was going like... to say, <laughs> what? <No. laughs> but all like, of my mates are like, so... Um, yeah. Just sort of, yeah doing work it's yeah they're, and then I'm seeing loads of pictures of them holding their little finished essays I'm like oh it does look hard <laughs> I don't think I could do it it's quite a lot of words isn't it no I don't I don't think it's easy for a second no I think not I, at I, all I feel, I I feel struggle. sorry for them and I'm yeah. just kind of like probably in a car somewhere probably on a boat going somewhere else you're on another boat looking at yeah I'm like oh poor poor you <laughs> so what so what is this um you haven't put an album out, have you? No, not yet. Have you got like a, a date or I'm an idea? I'm currently working on the album. Yeah. It's kind of like quite a long process. Yeah. Um, it's more kind of like finding the right time um, yeah. and label for release, really, to make sure it's as impactful as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, so there's no sort of like There's no sort of deadline like defined or... date. I think I've been silently working on it for a while and just hadn't realised. Yeah. And now like, all of a sudden I've got kind of seven tracks that fit really well together. Yeah. And released. I'm like, oh, well, I'm kind of over halfway there, and I just haven't realised. How many tracks do you need for? For an album, yeah, probably about ten. But I'd be, I'd just shove twelve on there. Yeah. Because just to be safe. I write song a week, so I'm like, I'm, really? I'm not, yeah, I'm not. What sure. like you make yourself write yeah. a song a week? It's like my thing. Is it? If I don't, I feel really bad. Really. Yeah. If it's like got to Sunday, quite a big work, and I'm just sat there like watching pointless celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that celebrities are pointless, like the actual game show. <laughs> But the celebrity version. You've blocked my Richard Osborne Yeah, I picture. have. I met him. right at me. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a, a framed picture of Richard Osman in my living room. I'll explain what oh, that is. Great. I, I did a, um, a pilot for a game show that he was hosting. Mm-hmm. And we had to bring in a mascot, like a lucky mascot. I was <laughs> one of the panel people. And I thought it would be funny to bring that in a framed picture of Richard Did Osmond. he think it was funny? He did think it was funny, but I sort of wanted him to take it and have it. Oh, and he you... was quite adamant that I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I said to him at the end of it, oh, you can have that. And he, and was, he was like, like no, it's no, right. you keep it. So I ended up putting it <laughs> I think it looks nice. Flat. It's kind of like pride of place as well. I know, yeah. 
It's a guy who's probably moving. <laughs> just well, a big fan of Rich Next Wilson. to the corona as well. He also was quite funny with my mum as well. Really? I was doing all these jokes about my mum. Like, at school, everyone right. used to think my mum was quite fit. That was these That's jokes dangerous. I was doing. Yeah. And then he demanded to see a photo. This was, like, while we were filming. So I showed him a photo, and then he kept banging on about how <laughs> fit my mum was. And even, like, after... I feel like I need to see a photo of your mum now. I'll show you a photo later. <laughs> it's weird that I've got a picture of Rich Dosman and not a picture of my mum. Um... But, and then he kept, even like after the recording, he was like, kept talking about my mum. And I was <laughs> and like, like Richard, it. mate, it's fine. It kind of reminds me of that in between us thing with... Mr. Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, anyway. So, <laughs> so, so, but you put like EPs out, haven't you already? Yeah, I've had an EP out and I've kind of been streaming singles for a while. Um, yeah. So just kind of like track by track, kind yeah. of like building up to like the bigger product I guess yeah um, but yeah because I write so much it's kind of like well they're only going to sit there anyway so I may as well kind of find do you have a, a label are you working with a label I'm kind of I've is had, that a touchy I've subject? had some label interest which is exciting good so I'm just kind of like weighing up options and yeah yeah is, it a, bidding, is it a bidding war it's, it could be a bidding well, that's war that's great I don't know I love a bidding war so I try and keep <laughs> out that and kind of let like my manager deal, deal yeah. with that kind of thing because it's just not my world I'm not very businessy yeah. like, look at my trousers Yeah. I can't Great trousers. do business in these I think you could so I'm you like, could run a vintage clothes shop I could yeah indeed so he kind of deals <laughs> with that and I kind of just keep writing songs and doing doing the fun stuff Yeah. like sitting on ferries <laughs> and going to Liverpool and back in the same day when did you meet your manager? Um, quite recently, actually, because um, I've had a couple of managers. Oh, here we go. Swapping about. Yeah. <laughs> Just like nothing. We haven't had any dramatic fallouts <laughs> that I can report. You know how right. it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm um, quite recently, like a couple of months ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's really cool. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Does he? He has a nice little hat that he wears. He has a nice hat. Yeah. What sort of hat does he it's wear? It's like a little beanie hat. He always wears a beanie hat. Mm. But always. Near How old enough. is he? It's <laughs> like your mum. <laughs> um, I actually don't it's know. Not, isn't that like I it? don't know how old he is, and I don't want to guess an age because I'm really bad at that game. And if he listens to it, which he will, because he's my manager. Hey mate, sorry about this. Yeah. <laughs> we um, it's just because when I was uh, about I don't know, probably about fourteen, I went through like a phase of. Wearing a beanie hat for like eight mm-hmm. months solid. Oh yeah, he's not fourteen. No, no, no. That's what like, I wanted. Yeah, like fully fledged adult. He's a proper adult. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, where did you meet him? Um, I actually met him because he manages a band called Eliza and the Bear as well. Yeah. Okay. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, I've heard of them. You, you think you have? Yeah. Yeah. You were they at festival that time? Yeah. When I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. And they they've been on loads of cool adverts for Sky and stuff. Oh, they're cool. <laughs> did he get them those contracts? I don't know. Of course he did. Maybe he did. I'm yeah. sure he had something to do with it. Yeah. But yeah, so. So you met him? I met him a couple of months ago. Yeah, and he's just. He oh, just very it. Yeah. Okay. But he's nice, I like it. Cool, great. It's nice handing over some sort of business element to someone. Yeah, it's a relief, that, isn't it? Because otherwise you're kind of like being everything, which is yeah. quite difficult. Yeah. I think it actually sort of get. I think. I don't know, it sounds quite similar, but mm. for comedy, like, I think it gets easier the, the 
further on you get. Yeah, because it does you, in at ways. the beginning you're doing everything. Everything, yeah. And then you get help with things. Yeah, for a solid two years, I was like my own manager. Booking everything. Yeah, you're just doing your own thing. Making so. the t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> I actually remember watching you at festival and this guy. <clears throat> if it was like a, a part of your family or something, he was came he bold? up. Yeah, it was bald guy. <laughs> he came up and gave me like a um, business card or a something. Yeah, had all your information on it. I thought it was very good. It's a good idea. He was going around it? the audience giving everyone a. He's my sister's boyfriend. Okay. He's kind of he's not scary looking, but he's got. He's, when I took the card, he I didn't just want to genuinely say no. had like a receding hairline from really. You know that unfortunate case when people lose their hair really quick. How old did he lose his hair? He's, he's probably like 19. 19? Which is very young. So, <laughs> so, so I should laugh. No, so like... That's more, started, sounds like more of a disease. So we started like combing it over and it just got to the point where I think... I think she just sat down and was like, you just got to shave it off. Yeah. So we just went for the bold thing. But like he had this scar on his forehead. And I'm like, he kind of looks is like... Harry film, Potter? Yeah, he looks like Phil Mitchell slash Harry Potter. Right. So yeah, and the, so I was like, oh, you give the cards out because people won't say no to you. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. that kind of face. Yeah. So yeah, that's what. So that's what you do. Does festival. he still do that? Yeah. If he if he's there, I'll give him the job. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Because at a festival as well, people don't want CDs and stuff, and you can't go out at the end, and people are always off to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So while they're there watching, I always think you might as well dominate and just. Yeah. Give them something they can put in their pocket, I guess. Especially as my name is a bit awkward to spell and. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Lauren with an A instead yeah. of an A. My dad spelled it wrong. My birth certificate. Is that true? True story. Is that true? Yeah, true. People question me <laughs> on the time. I'm not. I'm not even creative enough to think think that up. Is that actually what happened? That's what happens. What? And you never changed it? No. So my mum gave birth to me, as she women do. Yeah. Classic. And then she sent my dad down the hall or whatever to get yeah. the birth certificate done. To get the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and he it's thought, very romantic and they story, like this. agreed, obviously, on Lauren, and they, but he thought Lauren was like Laura Ann. He thought that's genuinely how wow. that came about so he just was there and he like hesitated and then he put oh hey and then and that was it and then she what, thought, no one corrected yeah. him in the in the uh, office because no, he, he just wrote he wouldn't have said it out loud he would oh, have been like wow. oh. and then and then it like came through the post or something like that um and my mum was like uh martin <laughs> that sounds like the sort of thing what that is this maybe. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the argument that martin with there? a y yeah. Um, that sounds like the sort of thing that a manager would tell you to change because mm. people can't spell it yeah. on Spotify. It's stuff. really unfortunate, actually. Did you ever think about changing it? No. No. It's a nice little... Because I kind of think, well, people will get used to it. Yeah, of course they will. Once okay. they've got the cards. Once they've got the, the business cards. cards. Yeah. yeah. And I say it gigs, I make a joke out of it. Okay. Um, have you got like a pre-prepared joke you do about it? I normally when Do you I tell just that say, story? I, yeah, oh, okay. I was really quick. Yeah, that's a good. I don't. Story. I don't go. You know, long haul. But I'll just be like, "Hey, I'm Lauren Hibbard. Lauren with an A, not an E. My dad's back wrong with birth certificate. True story." And then I will play a song. And Bang, like, straight what? into the next song. <laughs> I like leaving people with <laughs> people are like, "What did she say?" A lot of people have been. I get mixed reviews in terms of the, the chat. <laughs> in terms of the chat, oh, okay. because some people love it and some people are like, "What is she doing?" So I've just got this horrible like. Words just fall out of my mouth. I think I remember you had a good chat at the festival gig. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So you're one of the pro people. Yeah, you had good chat. Yeah. Not everyone's so pro the chat. Mm, no, but then I get like if I watch people, I think it helps if you can see they've got some sort of 
like personality mm. and there's no I really hate like that awkward silence thing in between songs so I'm just like no 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 I never really thought about it but but I guess you would have to say something wouldn't you I think you... if you're like a likeable person I think yeah. that can only help you <laughs> musically as well do you have like a sort of stage persona um or are you just sort of yourself I'm pretty much myself I have to try and rein myself in slightly yeah. I would say for stage yeah because I'm a little bit um, I'm a little bit scatty mm. in, in, in a good way I would say if you can be scatty in a good way it's kind of like a light bulb always goes off in my mind yeah. and then I'll like run with that for a bit and then I'll like change direction really quick my mind's like fluttering what so. like talking on stage yeah right. or just in general okay <laughs> so when I go on stage I try and like pull it back a little bit so I'm a bit more of a normal person do you have like presumably if you're playing like songs at gigs like frequently you have you sort of say the same thing before the yeah, song yeah I recently did a couple of tour dates with Bride yeah um, she's really cool um and yeah it's funny because I just said the same thing like, yeah because it works if it works one way right, it works yeah. the other I'm like yeah it's fine and she was like I just love that joke and I'm like yeah but what about the song though <laughs> <laughs> you should do stand up yeah I was thinking about it a couple of people have said that to me or you should stop music <laughs> no <laughs> You should stop, put the guitar down. Yeah, just You're do the talking bit. Yeah. <laughs> you have a band of, like, mates of yours from school, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice because... But presumably, like, when you get really massive, you'll ditch them. <gasps> Ooh! Cut <laughs> rope! <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, <laughs> not that. Um, you no. just probably, you won't talk to them, probably, after a certain... When the album comes out. When the album comes out. Yeah. Wave. I'll just wave at them. Yeah, the I don't speak to when anyone. When I'm leaving the when I'm leaving the Isle of Wight for the last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my. I'll advice. stand on the top deck. I don't speak I'll to my family wave. anymore. No. You don't need them. <laughs> when you hit a certain level, you just don't need just, them. Yeah, it's just hassle. For sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll get that. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my ferry leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that is your ferry. <laughs> so. So what? yeah, my band. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> been good friends for a while good so it's always nice to obviously because traveling loads so we spend a lot of time in cars and stuff yeah so it's nice to be with people you that, get on with that them. you like yeah definitely yeah we have fun good we play lots of like snug marry avoid oh yeah it's games like that old school games yeah really old school games yes yeah. <laughs> do you play normally like... with people we know because <laughs> it's funnier when you know people people from it? school yeah like that kind of yeah. thing yeah teachers and stuff yeah yeah. It gets a Richard Osman. Past like midnight, yeah. Yeah, past midnight gets a bit kind of dark, you know, when you're like Oh, oh. yeah, this is all good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into that. But I just don't know what happens, but after the gig it just kind of like tumbles into something that it shouldn't. Yeah. I think it's because we're all really tired. Yeah, yeah. And then Who's just... driving? Um, so it, it kind of depends. Sometimes um, my drummer Chris will drive. Can you drive? I can. Not particularly well. I wouldn't mm. say it's in my, like, set of skills. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can drive on the Isle of Wight, which means nothing to you. Do you need a licence on the Isle of Wight? You do need, yeah, you need a licence on the Isle of Wight. Yeah, they, it's not like <laughs> Legoland, so you like, get in a there car and go. There aren't police on the Isle of Wight, you just, no they just let you do what you want. Yeah, you just, whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. no, like... That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So, um, there's only, like, one dual carriageway, and it's really <laughs> tiny. Amazing. It's really tiny. So that's kind of, I would say, like, level one driving. Okay. And then obviously you kind of drive to London and that's a bit of a different deal. Yeah. So I'm like a comfortable Isle of Wight driver. 
and an uncomfortable not on a bike driver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ferry actually itself, driving onto the ferry is actually kind of scary. Yeah. Because there's a ramp thing, mm. and you have to have quite solid clutch control for that, which yeah. I don't. No, that could be a problem. It is a problem. Get an automatic, is my suggestion. Yeah, oh, yeah I've thought about it. <laughs> Turn into a car podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you up to at the moment? Are you, are you touring with someone? or? Um, so I've just kind of finished like a long string of gigs. So I've done yeah. a couple with a band called The Manatees, a couple with Bride, and then it's kind of starting festival season, really. So Liverpool, Sand City. Um, I've got a couple of shows at the end of this month. I'm doing Common People, I'm doing Isle of Wight Festival, Kendall Calling. Have you done the Isle of Wight Festival before? Yeah. Okay, cool. I've played since I was like 14. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah, okay. which is kind of fun. Are they very supportive of... Yeah, of... they are. It's kind of like a tradition of mine to play now. Yeah. But just because everybody on the Isle of Wight goes. Yeah. It's kind of like that one but thing we have. Are you doing like bigger stages every yeah, year? That's yeah, yeah. So this year I'm playing the Hard Rock Cafe stage, okay. which is cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Are you that back at fun. festival? Yeah. Good. Both festivals? There's two. Um, there's there. two. There's Camp Festival and Ordinary Festival. Yeah. I'm at Ordinary Festival. Is that the one in July or the one in or, September? Actually, they're both in August this year. Oh. Just to catch you off. God. How bad was it last year with that rain? Oh my Did you God. go to that? Yes. I was, yeah, I was Is that there. the one you were playing I at? played. So I came off stage and then... They closed like the main. Yeah. Room. They closed like the main stage as soon as we walked off. Yeah. And I was like, "What is Who going was headlining on?" It Pet Shop. Yeah. Or Madness or something. Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop Boys. So, they had like their massive tour bus and everything, and we like rock up in our little van van. Yeah. With loads of stickers on the side that say like rude things. Yeah. <laughs> and we parked next to them on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture on my phone that's really great of just us in between these two vans. Where it got cancelled after you. Yeah. Yeah. Did they? Didn't they still play? I don't know because I had a gig, but I but I, and I was gonna stay and watch them because it was. Do so you awkward. stay at festivals once you've done your thing? Depends what it is like. I'm like that. And also depends if there's anyone I want to watch. If there's not, yeah. I'll just go. I think because obviously where I live, I get so used to like just gigging and going. Yeah. I can never really lap up the experience. No, but it's like. I don't know. There's a few ones I'm doing this summer which I, I will stay for. Like uh, Latitude. Oh, cool. The Killers are headlining nice. Latitude. Yeah. So I want to see that. That's worth a stay. And Reading and Leeds. Well, actually, I can't stay for that because I've got to go back to Edinburgh. But anyway, it's a sort of logistical <laughs> chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Killers will be good. Yeah, they're headlining Isle of Wight as festival. Are they? Well. Yeah. I'd like to do the Isle of Wight. Do they have comedy there? We have... There's a little like stage called Cirque de la Quirk. Right. And they oh, that have sounds like my sort of sort, thing. like all sorts of just stuff going. <laughs> just stick me in the circus tent. Yeah, <laughs> you should go in the circus tent. <laughs> at like eleven o'clock in the morning. I think that's my best uh, environment. Yeah, definitely. Comedy at festivals is quite bad to be honest. I was gonna say it must be hard to sort of Yeah. Because like obviously for band you can just kinda of make some noise and people yeah. if they like the noise. It will can be really come hard. Over. The festival one was quite tough. Yeah. Latitude's alright because the comedy is almost as big as the music at Latitude. Mm. Like a lot of people go for the comedy. For that, yeah. Reading and Leeds I've not done, but apparently it's massive. It's like yeah, four thousand. The comedy tent's massive. But all the other ones I've done, they've been like People are just in there to have yeah. a break. They're just sitting down for a bit. bit. And then, yeah, and then, you, <laughs> and then you walk out and they're like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always enjoyed the silence. 
<laughs> well, the silence continued actually when I was on stage. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Do you have like a like a front? I'm like interviewing you now. Yeah, that's right. But like, right. it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, because <laughs> you know instantly when you walk out what kind of vibe you're gonna have. Do yeah. You, I always know instantly. Yeah, yeah. Like as soon as we set up, I know what kind of gig it's gonna be. Yeah. It's one of those things. When it's a when it's an odd one or on the fence. But it's you like, can kind of like, like oh, with music. I guess you can kind of you just, just like look play at each through other it. And, yeah, play through it. You can it. just turn the amp up and just like. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy's so reliant on like a good audience. Audience, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. A lot of the thing, t- the time, what happens at festivals is, they they try and um, stagger the bill so that there's big names like throughout the whole day, so they're not just all at the end. Yeah. Because otherwise, no one will come, come to the yeah. end. So they try and stagger it out. Yeah. But quite often, a few times I've been on directly after someone who's quite famous. Oh, does that So the tent is packed. Yeah. And I'm like in the wings being like, oh, this is going to be really good. It's packed. And then whoever it is will come off and everybody stands Who's up. up? <laughs> and then and then you walk on to everybody leaving and you oh, have to try no. and convince and people then, to come back. Yeah. So you feel a bit like Wait, some sort of like <laughs> sheep herder. Yeah, come back. <laughs> so that can happen. Give me a chance. But yeah. uh, we'll see, yeah. We'll see. Oh, it's funny, isn't it? You must be similar for music, though. Especially, it's kind of like the opposite way around if you're, like, supporting someone. Because obviously everyone's there to see that band or that yeah. girl or that guy. So you kind of have to... I think it's a harder job to win people over. Yeah. Because people don't want to be won over. No. Do you know what I mean? They're there to do or see that thing. Yeah. And they're not really fussed about anything else. Yeah. So if they do get there early enough to watch and you do, well, and you do think... get, like, a good response, it's really like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. It's a hard job to win it is, people but, over. But supporting people, it, I kind of feel like it's sort of a win-win situation. Because if, if, if it goes badly, they had no expectations anyway. Exactly. And yeah. if it goes well, you I make new fans. People, yeah. I can't imagine doing like a headline tour. Yeah. Just because I love su- supporting other people. Yeah, I do like it as well. It's yeah, fun. it's fun. I am doing a couple of headline shows though, so I shouldn't say that. I'll take it back. You're going to cancel them after this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you said you don't want to do it. <laughs> no, I do, I like it, but obviously it comes with like more more pressure, I Yeah, guess. of course, yeah. Um, not that I don't like the pressure, I'm up for a challenge, but... I, f- I always feel like when if I do a show where I'm like the only one on, like an hour and a half of just me, because mm. I always have the feeling of when you support someone, well, at least if they don't enjoy this, they're going to get whoever yeah, afterwards. They want, yeah. But when it's just you, it's like, yeah. oh, I am the entertainment for the whole evening. Yeah, definitely. It's just me. Yeah, it's, it's... Do you ever think about that? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but then I'm like, well, <laughs> if they bought the ticket, you sure. know, if they, maybe then you are that person. Fuck them, exactly. Yeah, yeah do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all right. They yeah, might come. Fine. It'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be fine, yeah. Yeah. And if not, you just get the ferry home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> are you gigging tonight? Um, I'm in Brighton tonight doing a little so far session. Yeah, oh, you're talking really, about this? Yeah, they're really sweet. I like them. Do you know where it is? No, I I don't. My band member does. Okay. That's I don't. Cool. Yeah. I, I probably, I could find it. It's like on my phone somewhere. I'm really bad with Well, addresses. it's probably, maybe not a good idea to give it a plug, because this won't go out this afternoon. <laughs> of course. This <laughs> one already happened. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. The sofa sessions are like those ones where they don't, the audience don't know who's on. Yeah. Is that right? And everyone has to be quiet. Yeah. So it's kind of like the dream scenario, really, because you rock up and there's loads of people just sat there looking at you. Mm. 
again with zero expectations mm-hmm. so it's kind of like yeah <laughs> you just rock up and then I say hi I'm Lauren with an A not an E do your joke do my joke yeah get that out of the way get, yeah gotta get out of the way because it's yeah, such an early issue. doors yeah and then <laughs> goes from there really have you played uh, Comedia in Brighton yeah I played there a couple of weeks ago it's great isn't it yeah I loved it did you play in the downstairs um, room no I don't think no it's the upstairs bit okay it's like a smaller bit. The studio bit. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice though. There was I um I set all like my merchandise out, um and for some reason this guy just thought it was all free, and like I just saw him leave and he had like five vinyls like really some, and I was like, what is going on? Did like people were like obviously forming the queue as they do to buy merch. Sure. And this guy like before the gig, so obviously no one's there, like watching the stand before anyone started. Yeah. And he's just like taking all my stuff and walked down the stairs. I think you've been robbed. And I have been robbed. I think that's what's happened. I think I have been robbed. Did you not stop him? I was a little bit like, well, I could run down the stairs and be like, that's not free. Yeah. Or I kind of... That's when you need your scary, bold that, friend. Yeah, that's when I need my scary, bold friend. Because I'm not very good at stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you sell... Um, I always think, whenever I go and see a band, I always buy tea towels. <laughs> Like from I don't merch have tea towels yet. You should get tea towels. I think it's a really good... Uh... You're the first person that's ever said that to me, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I know tea that I would sell great. one if you were to come to a gig. I think tea towels... What do you sell? T-shirts? So I have T-shirts, CDs, vinyls. I oh, have like little out. badges okay, and right. cards and stuff. But clothing-wise, not that you wear a tea towel, but... I think tea <laughs> a tea are... towel is a, like you know it's yeah. an essential isn't it so I think they'd be good okay I'll think about it who makes the merch who makes the merch um, a friend of mine designs it okay. her name's Kylie McGarrity um, little plug there shout out plug. Kylie yeah and then yeah she's really good um, and yeah and then I kind of send it to get yeah. made and whatnot. And then it comes back. I want to make some merch. Do it it's yeah. so fun I want I'd be one of those people who wear their own merch yeah that is I I wear it to bed. <laughs> yeah, see that's. I I get this thing when dream, bands do wear their own merch. I get a bit like oh, even though for me it would probably be a good idea because then you'd have the name thing sorted. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this comedian, I won't name his name, um, but he is sort of well known in the industry for constantly wearing his <laughs> own. He'll like turn up at a gig and they'll have like a beanie with his name on, <laughs> a hoodie with his name on. And then after the gig, he'll sit and sell stuff, wearing all of the stuff he sells. That is incredible. And it does look a little bit like you've had a I breakdown. Would, yeah, I wish I had the front to do that, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I'm going to do it. I mean, I think... Would it, you buy one of my tea towels? Yeah. Yes. Would it, would it, just, <laughs> you say know, your, would it just say your name on, though? Or no, you, co- comedy merchandise yeah. tends to have, like... Um, it tends to have like sort of phrases from one of your jokes. Right. Written yeah, on that's it. good. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. Then. So like the thing is, because I was talking about doing some, like I've got this big uh, routine in my show where I say the phrase "pop your pants off." Yeah. Now that makes a lot more sense in context. Yeah. It sounds a bit weird out of context, right? But I was saying that <laughs> that would be a good phrase to put on stuff. But then yeah. for people who don't know what that means, they'd be like, "What? Well, yeah." You can't just walk around with "pop your pants, pants off, off" on a t-shirt. Yeah. True. It's a, particularly in the current climate. Yeah, it is. It's a little touchy. bit aggressive. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, it could be. It could be a bit aggressive. It could be taken the wrong way, but.
there we go, ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Hibbard. Uh, if you don't know about Lauren, you should go and definitely go and check out her music. She's brilliant, and uh, I'm sure she's going to be a huge star in the in the very near future. So go and check out Lauren Hibbard's stuff. Um, thank you, as always, to you for listening. Thank you to everyone who helps make this show. Joel Grove for producing, and Will Shahada for the editing, and my manager Rick Hughes for helping with it. And uh, and thank you to Lauren for coming on, and thank you to you for listening. Keep listening, keep subscribing, tell your friends, give us five stars on iTunes, and we will see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.